0: All right, guys, thanks for watching Game Changer. I'm Dave Villa. And um, man, it's been, I think, Louis, been a little over a month. I think we did not have a show last month. So this is two months. I, I really miss this. We're doing our ADL show every Thursday. Um, but um, we did not have a Game Changer podcast last month. But I'm excited today to come to you guys. And uh, we've, we've had a lot of, even this morning, within certain social media groups, we had a lot of uh, interest and comments. And a lot of our friends in the uh, in both the auto business and in our training side share today's show. And uh, we're in a lot of Christian groups, pastors. So, you know, it was very interesting. Normally I interview business owners. And, yeah. and, and, and it's rare that I get someone in, in the studio but uh, I was extremely, um, extremely blessed and happy when Lou... I know this has probably been, what, three months ago that Lou uh, that Lou yeah. approached us about doing this. And um, I was looking forward to this for the last couple of months. And uh, I want to talk to you today. And those of you watching, I want you to get on Facebook. Make sure you guys jump on into the groups give us some questions we'd love to hear uh, what you have to ask um, so what are we going to talk about you, you guys that watched us post today we're going to interview one of the fastest growing churches in america today and, uh, and, and, and certainly here in florida and uh, not just a church but a very specific church with a very specific message, and, and, and I would say vibe. I don't know right. if that's a cool word to you.
1: No, that's the word right now. It's vibe. So it, you're on it. So. All
0: right. <laughs> it's important, man. I mean, when, when you're in church, it's I yeah. mean, listen, we know what the message is about, and obviously, you know, we, that's that's never compromised, but it's it's this, It's this. a vibe of of really ministering to a generation. Absolutely. And and that's what you're doing at Radiant.
1: That's what we did. My, my wife and I, we moved here four and a half years ago to Tampa. We didn't know anybody in the city, mm-hmm. and uh, started from scratch. It was just a dream from God and so moved into South Tampa and a lot of the pastors in the area told us it was a graveyard for church plants and I'm one of those guys you tell me there's an obstacle right right it's an opportunity for me and so I'm I was excited about it moved in there and started the church and fed 3100 people uh, make commitments to faith and Come on. Yeah, their lives transformed and it's just been a fun crazy journey we have five services we have two different locations yeah, for, yeah I got to
0: ask you about that yeah. I mean, just just you know we're gonna get into some business thing. but I mean yeah. it, it, well you know and, and honestly this is a principle I think that uh, that business owners that are watching right now if you're watching this you know what can, what can you get out of today if you're and first of all if you're follow if you follow me a lot you know we're, that we our faith you know we stand on that we talk a lot about the only reason that we're successful as a company is is is, is because of the Lord and and, and his blessing upon our industry and our business. But if you're watching today and you follow me and you go, hey, what can I learn from, from Pastor Aaron Burke? Well, I'm going to tell you that y- y- stay tuned, take notes, because we're going to talk about principles that, that they're biblical principles, but sure. they're principles that if you apply them, I would say, I'd go as far, Pastor, to say, I guarantee success. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. you yeah. it'll blow your mind. But but I want to ask you man, about the work ethic. Yeah. Just, just from a sheer natural standpoint sure. that most people would be exhausted. When Lou was telling me that you had five services. Yeah. I'm like, you got to be kidding me!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, well, you got to be tired on Sunday, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's my life. People don't tell you in seminary when you train up that there's a major part of this thing called ministry that it's a four-letter word that nobody likes to talk about, and it's called work. Right, it's right. like it's a lot of work. And so we tell people all the time, like, pray like it depends on God, but you need to work like it depends on you. Mm-hmm. And so we have this kind of flow with it, and we believe in hard work. Get your hands dirty. Uh, if you're too big to uh, serve, you're too small to lead. Mm-hmm. It's kind of our philosophy we have in our church, and right. so uh, we just love to get our hands dirty and do this. When I started the church, um, when we moved here, we were like, okay, what do we do? We're going to pray to see people come in, but we got to do something about it. So I found some best practices, and right. one of them is, hey, join a local chamber, start networking. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know any pastors that network. That kind of sounds weird, but um, I went in and went five days a week. Every morning, got coffee with these guys and sat at networking meetings. They all tried to sell me insurance and and uh, different plans for my life and and for the church. But I use that as an opportunity to get connected with the city and the chamber of the the uh, the, uh, the president of the chamber got saved and gave their heart to the Lord. Most multiple, multiple ones have gotten involved in the church, so. Part of it is just learning that, man, if you're going to do this thing, do something that you're going to love, that you're going to want to put everything you have into it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. And you know, there's a principle, there's there's business principles within that as well, because I think that no matter what we're doing, and you know, and and if I had to guess, you and I've had some some dialogue, and and, and, uh, it seems that a lot of our audience, uh, even in this show, is automotive driven, and we have a lot of people who watch us that are in the automotive industry. Those that are in the automotive industry, you have a little bit of a background in in uh, your family with automotive, so you understand. My dad
1: had multiple car businesses growing up, and actually still runs car businesses in uh, Jacksonville, so I was... Buying and selling as a young kid, I was at the auction all the time. and uh, We would uh, do do all the deals, and then I went repoed growing up and right. with my dad going go to the <laughs> some areas of town that probably shouldn't have gone into. And it was it was it, 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 uh, a blast. It taught me a couple things okay. that I think was so crucial is is the car businesses are successful because of the passion of the of the seller. Like you got to love that product, and mm-hmm. I realized in my my life for my industry. When it comes to the church, I got people are just way more excited about their product than they are than the pastors are about about the church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that shouldn't be the case. So I'm gonna be all in with this thing, and I've got to realize that what I've got to offer is the best thing for their life. And I remember selling cars as a kid; we, you know, we'd make it a big deal. Like, man, this car is the best thing out right. there possible. <laughs> we'd sell it as big deal. And I learned that trait from my dad, and it was the idea of, man, what I have to offer when it comes to the church. I've got to really be convinced that this is the best thing for people. And so um, I love that. We'd we start with building rapport. Obviously, it's a, a sales trade. Just You always connect um, and before you try to do the deal. And um, I even think in the church, we've taken that and and so much of the church has been known as a place to correct. Mm-hmm. And we tell people, no, no, we're a place that you connect ever before you correct. And, That's awesome. And so, just connecting those kind of those kind of things from sales. It, it's,
0: it, I love that. And, and so, so, you know, in our audience, we have a lot of salespeople that watch this because yeah. you know, in a lot of our shows, we actually specifically discuss sales. And just, you know, I've always felt that way. Whether it's sales, you know, and we do a lot of sales. We do a lot of training, leadership, and in ministry, it's the same thing. You're dealing with people. And when I when I do our sales training, I think what's well, different about our training, we, we talk to people, it's like, look, you can learn some of the, some of the strategies, but keep in mind, or, or the processes, I should say, because technology changes yep. process in a lot of you know, dealerships or companies today go, hey, I'm no longer dealing with this customer that just walks on my lot or, or right. walks into my showroom. It's starting at the internet level, which Absolutely. is the same with church. They're, they're shopping, so to speak. So it's really, it really comes down to however and whenever you, you interact for the first time with that person, yeah. they're people.
1: There are always people. yeah, we're all in the people business. Mm-hmm. And the more you can win people, you can win at anything. Wow. And we tell people um, all the time in our, in our staff, we have three values that come from um, uh, just a book that we read, but mm-hmm. people have got be you got to be humble. Nobody wants to be around a pride, arrogant type person. You got to be hungry, you got to be aggressive. Nobody wants to be around someone that lacks passion. And the other ones is you got to be smart when it comes to people. Like mm. some people are just awkward, mm-hmm. and they say things that you shouldn't say. And so mm-hmm. we say, man, be humble, hungry, and that that kind of people smarts, and learn how to how to really develop in a way that if you can connect with people, mm-hmm. they're going to buy into you before they ever buy into your product. So. Let
0: let me, let me break that down for a second because if no. if you know. Um, you know this is this is unscripted totally, but yeah. let me break that down for a second, maybe start with the humility part of it yeah I, I think and let me ask you, but I, I would say why that would work and in even in business and in sales dealing with people, it works because you said no no one likes a know it all but doesn 't it and, and that 's so true but doesn 't it also doesn 't it also um, mean something that maybe you can through humility you 're relating to Yep. that person, because maybe I've been there, you know, yep. I mean, I, I haven't, and even sometimes now don't have my life altogether. I mean, Absolutely. you know, there's days where, you know, and in, in, um, I tell people in, in our sales training all the time, look, you know, you follow me. And when you see me on video, the moment it says go, I mean, I'm on yeah. someone asked my uh, director of training and development that knows me um, outside of here said, man, you work with David. Is he always that way? And he goes, yeah, but the, the deal is that I don't always feel that way. There are right. days I want to roll back over and not get out of bed. Right. And I think that that may help me connect with, people
1: it does i've always said it this way you will impress people with your strengths Mm -hmm. but you will connect with people through your weaknesses wow so i think a lot of times people are sitting there going well my weaknesses are the things that will disconnect me no it's my weaknesses that make me real so i'm not the person i am i mean i would love to say i'm the same person on the stage as i am but i don't i don't walk around preaching and talking Mm -hmm. the way i do on the stage right but when i tell stories about mistakes and Mm -hmm. how i've uh, messed up, or how me and my wife had a fight right, right. before service. Right. People connect with that, and um, I, I think people uh, I, we we challenge our leadership to like we're all about these mottos and you know cool one-liners, mm-hmm. but people aren't looking for a motto to say; they're looking for a model to follow. People wow. want a model that they can look at, and nobody's Superman in real life. Mm-hmm. Nobody's infallible, and nobody can. You know, move the shirt and realize that they can—they're invincible. Right. We all have issues, so our humility is doing exactly what the Apostle Paul is great at. This and and the Scriptures, where he he doesn't throw his weaknesses under there under the bus under the rug. He actually takes his weaknesses and says, "Hey, this is who I am, and despite my weaknesses, God can still use me." That's good, and I I love that humility. That's what humility is. It's not. It's not. Some people are overly. They're the the eor, and they're oh, oh. I'm never gonna do anything well. I'm never. No, you gotta have self confidence. You gotta know mm-hmm. who you are, your identity. Uh, but people love to follow a leader that's real.
0: That's good. So, so, so absolutely, I love that. And so let's let's go to the, the second one you mentioned. Yeah. I guess passion or or be, be aggressive. Aggressive. Or be a passion. Hunger. 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 That
1: that hungry idea. It's it's <laughs> it's the idea that. That we're going to be aggressive to pursue something because it's worth pursuing, mm. and um, passion separates us from everybody else. Right. Um, I think passion is the difference maker. If you, mm-hmm. you you think of people that changed the world, there's one thing they all had in common: is they're all passionate people. Mm-hmm. And, um, Can I give you something yeah, That my, yeah. my wife my wife,
0: I say that Every time I say it Lou knows he laughs I have to give my wife credit Because for the longest time You know The Bible says The two should become one So yeah. I'm not really sure What's mine is hers So I think what's hers Should rightly so be mine But yeah. she reminded me and, and uh, Because I really forgot that she gave it to me. To be honest with you, I thought yeah. I came up with it. But um, she gave it to me. She said one day several years ago, we were talking about passion, and I was teaching some, te- some leadership passion, and she said, you know what? It's contag- I said it was contagious, and she said, it's not a two-syllable word. It's a three-syllable word. Pass it on. Oh, passion. Good. I love that. You can preach on that. Uh, right? I
1: like that a lot. Pass it on. <laughs> and so,
0: I mean, it really that's I think that yeah. you know when you if you go back to your your three points that you yeah. teach your crew, yeah. humility, which causes them to connect because they relate, yep. takes the guard down, yep. right, yep. brings them in. And then you're, you're passionate or, or, or what in what for what you believe in, yep. which is connecting and loving and, and seeing people's lives change, and then they sense that because it's contagious.
1: It is contagious. So both passion and passivity are both contagious. Wow. So I think what people don't get is is people will get your passions, but they also get whatever you're passive about. Hmm. So nobody's going to buy into something that you don't care about. Nobody's going to, you know, for me and the church world, um, I set the standard of hmm. passion for our, for our industry. So I don't expect my staff to be more excited than I am because I'm going to set that standard. And there's nothing worse than um, than a salesman, if you're a salesman watching, there's nothing worse than a salesman that has no passion for their product. Mm. They, a lot of people are passionate about making a deal, but they're not passionate about the product. And I think that's the difference between people that do really well and people that don't do well. Mm-hmm. And so, You think people can sense that? I think people know when they're, people are into, know when there's gimmicks. Mm-hmm. They know when you're trying to, to get something out of them or you're trying to give something to them.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny you said that. And if you're listening, I, I would, I would definitely write, write that down and make sure, you know, you, you really contemplate that. Because if you're in sales for a living, I mean, we all go through seasons where, where our need may drive us or, you know, there's, there's times where, you know, your back's against the wall and you could always trace that's another episode. You could always trace that to why it's caused. But one of the things I'll point out in, in sales that well, Pastor just covered is if, if, if you're, if you're doing that for that reason, it's almost the difference of, of having an it versus needing to, to make money. You know, I've often yeah. said that, you know, if you look at someone, you know, someone we all know, like a Tiger Woods, you know, somebody, or a billionaire, you know, Tiger Woods, you know, doesn't need to make money. You know, I mean, right now, there's nothing the man can't buy, right? And so w- w- what drives him now? What would drive somebody that has all the money they need? So I, t- I teach our guys and I teach those who are watching in sales, if you're... If you're doing it to make money, what are you going to do when you don't need to make any more money? So find that it or what drives you and I think that probably Absolutely. is maybe where, it, if you have that it you know, that drives right. you, it's almost impossible to do it from the, from the selfish standpoint.
1: Absolutely. We, we call it our why. Mm-hmm. You know, what is your why? And uh, the phrase I use at our church all the time is people will always lose their way when they forget their why. Mm-hmm. So you'll always kind of go off track when you forget that why. That why drives our passion. It's mm-hmm. the, big, the big initiator of what we're doing and if the why is money mm-hmm. then it, it, it'll never be the win first yeah. of all cuz money can never satisfy that's good. Um, money is is always something we need we're we're not anti money right but but we realize that money is not the satisfier of our mm-hmm. soul purpose is. Mm-hmm. so it's 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 something that's making a difference it's doing this so so when you connect your product with purpose mm-hmm. man that 's when you were going to go oh, it's, it drives it with passion it makes a difference, yeah
0: and, you know and it, um, if, I, if I can add something to yeah. that too because you know it 's interesting when you talk to business people and I know how you believe and I know how you feel because I know that, that, that you know the, the fact of, of how you minister the church is, is exploding, sure. you have a lot of business people in your, in your congregation um, and you just mentioned not anti-money. I would say this to add, you know, to those. I often say if, if, you know, you have to make money. You have business owners and entrepreneurs that are successful. And where's the message for them? And I would say if you get your why right. Yeah. Then, and if you serve people, where, where's the money? If your product solves a, solves a, solves a problem, if you if you have a solution to someone's problem, then you have a business, right? You have a product that, that's right. necessary. I mean, it's the basic principle of supply and demand that we learned in, in, in you know, economics or what right. have you. But I often say that if you if you do that and find that, then money will find you. I, I think of it this way. Money will chase you down, yeah. and it will tackle you, right? Uh-huh. It will knock you down, and it will sit on top of you. Like, you can't spend the money because if you serve people's needs in business and your your product serves a solution, the money's going to follow. Absolutely. And, and so, so I think that that's where I, so I, believe, I believe that, you know, uh, that God puts kingdom financers and, and wealth creators in, you know, the wealth of the wicked, the wealth of the, the yeah. world is laid up for the just. Absolutely. So I believe that. But I believe it comes when when it's, again, you know, it, like you were saying it's not it's not from that selfish ambition it's from that that meeting that need and so Absolutely. i love that
1: let's go go ahead you know well i'm just one thing with that because i think there's probably people watching right now and going well i'm not passionate about my product i'm not passionate mm-hmm. i'm doing this because it's a job right and there's a big difference between a job and a calling like god's mm-hmm. got a calling mm-hmm. for your life he's got a purpose for your life and and i think it can be found in the job you're having right now so even in that job that you're having right now, you might be disconnected in, from that passion. This is where a relationship with God is necess- is so necessary, and so many other reasons. But that's where it starts there, mm-hmm. because you realize God's put you there for a purpose. And if you'll figure out God's purpose, the result of it will be a passion, even for a product that you might not care about. I know guys that sell insurance, and they're so excited about it. They're so overwhelmed. That's their passion. Because it all started with realizing, man, it all comes out of that relationship with God. He's created me on purpose. He put me here, so there's something big he's got to do. With yeah, it. so that's, that's a good way to find it. That Yeah,
0: that's that's so powerful. People often ask, you know, me, um, and that's a question they ask. I mean, they know because of social media, we, you know, Christ follower. They understand sure. that, but a lot of people don't know what that means. I mean, right. especially in the in, in in the age that we live in. I mean, there's just a disconnection from understanding some of the churchisms that we use. And yeah. but I mean, what does that really mean? And I think that the, I think the best way to answer that is when you see the fruit. The Bible says you're known by the fruit. When you see the fruit of somebody, and the fruit is Something that you're attracted to, you know. I'm attracted to the passion. I'm attracted to, man. I'm attracted to something about that person or what that person does or how they say it. It's not just this self-help kind of mm-hmm. man stuff that you know. This repetitive. It's it's you know you're, what you're saying. You know, is 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 very easy in some of these one-liners to remember, and I love those. And I'm going yeah. to go back and write some of these down. But they're not just. And people have to yeah. understand. You can feel them when you're saying them. Right. They're there to maybe be to help us remember them. So maybe they rhyme or they're they're with but, but the purpose behind them. I feel yeah. it when you're. Saying it, yeah. and, and and what makes what makes Aaron Burke different? Well, it's because of the relationship with Christ, and that's amazing. And it people understand so. that's where the passion comes from.
1: It has to start there. It has to start with the idea that this is not an accident. Mm-hmm. That God created us on purpose and for a purpose. Mm-hmm. He's not done with our life. Uh, the Bible says that before we were even in the womb, He formed us and He fashioned us and destined us. So, um, the big Mark Twain quote: "You know, the the two greatest days in your life are the day you were born." And the day you find out why, mm. and once you find out that why, Come I don't think the only—I think the only way to figure that out is to get to connect with your Creator, yep. and let him and let him show you that why. And mm. I've seen it all the time where people are in different industries, different realms of business, but then they figure out their eternal why. Yeah. And it'll drive your passion. It'll it'll keep you excited no matter what industry you're in.
0: You know, it's interesting, the third one, I was going to ask you about the third one, yeah. which is, which again, I don't know exactly how you said it, but what I recall of what you said is people smarts and yeah. having the uh, teaching your staff and, and people who you, this, this serve there, to the, the ability to deal with people. Yeah. And it's interesting to our audience, I'll say this, you've, you've taught that by I believe explaining number one and two yeah. by doing that because it's that's it's it's the message that's truth without beating it over someone's mm-hmm. head because the reality is number one and number two are real. Number one is hey my life it was just as jacked up as yep. anybody else's yep. and sometimes I still jack it up. Yep. And number two I'm passionate because I'm no longer you know there, there's there's a there's a grace and there's there's a forgiveness. I'm no longer that person. And then thirdly. You know, um, I want you to touch a little bit on that yeah, dealing yeah. with people, you know, and maybe some of the leaders are out there. Some of the Christian business owners, how do I, you know, how do I, you know, carry my faith into my business? How yeah. do I carry those principles into my business? Not just to be a Christian who owns a business, but to be a Christian business, be something that when somebody walks in my office, the thing I love to hear from them is, man, the atmosphere is great. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and the thing is they don't understand a hundred percent what that is, but they feel it.
1: Absolutely. So you all know those people and you've probably worked with them. They might be very humble mm-hmm. and they might be very aggressive in their industry. But then they start talking to you and they just say awkward things. Mm-hmm. They say inappropriate things. They they don't look at you in your eyes when you're talking. Mm-hmm. You know, they just find ways that are just um, don't connect well with people. So mm-hmm. when we were doing this, and Patrick um, Lincioni actually writes a great oh, yeah. book and describes these three things. And we I've got them in there. Some yeah. of
0: the five set, the five books. Of, which yeah. one are you talking about? The three dysfunction.
1: Uh, this is the. Uh, um, it's something to the advantages of a team worker.
0: Three something. dysfunctions of a team. I have it's, a five. That's yeah, a that's, he that's does a, a lot. It's of a fable the, book, right? The fables. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I love those books. He,
1: he does it brilliantly, and in there he talks about people smarts because it's almost the missing component in so many people. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know how to deal with people correctly, then then um, if you can't connect with people, then you'll never connect with you know what the purpose of God is because God's purposes are always involving people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I've realized with our. Um, we call it in our industry and sorry for the for the word in this i actually gave this whole thing to our to our staff we call it either the spinach in your teeth or the booger in your nose philosophy <laughs> and and this is what i just told my staff the other day is when it comes to people smarts when it comes to creating life-giving environments creating places where people feel safe um the only way to achieve that is to have people in your life to go hey dude the way you said that mm-hmm. it's awkward yeah. i saw you trying to close that deal do you know how you made them feel by saying that thing or you know, if you don't have people in your life that are willing to correct you and willing to help you, guide you, you'll never get, you can get humble from your relationship with God. You get hungry from developing your passion, but you can only get people smart from having other people That's walk into your life and go, Hey, I just think you can do that better. I think you can talk that out better. And, um, cause you've got to learn how to connect with people. That's awesome. Jesus was brilliant at this because Jesus obviously incredibly humble and incredibly aggressive. Yet, Jesus approached every crowd different than his previous crowd because Jesus knew that content wasn't the only important thing in a conversation. So you can go into sales thinking, my product is great and my content's great, but you're missing a component, and this is the people smart component, and it's, it's approach. And approach is different based on context. So the way you talk to the the way Jesus talked to the Pharisees and the way he talked to the woman at the well and the way he talked to the Samaritans were always different. Wow! So he knew his audience. He knew his audience, and the only way to be people smart is you got to be able to go into a room and go, "Okay, what's my audience here Mm -hmm. today?" I think in business we miss out all the time because we treat audience as consumers, as a brand, as a group of people consumers are always different mm-hmm. and they're always different the age the stage in life the gender the way they walk you can tell a lot by their audience and the best people in business are the ones that can read their audience you best.
0: know you know what's ama- yeah i mean i love that you know what's amazing about that if you didn't catch this guys watching you know i would encourage you to 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 i'm going to throw this back at you and, and kind of recap something the pastor said they're all connected and if it, it's so interesting, the third one, knowing your audience and being able to, you know, say it correctly, say it the right way. Yep. It, it can't just be something that is a script, like, okay, oh, so what, write down how I'm supposed to say it and right. let me memorize that. You know, and it has to come from passion. And it has to come from humility. And so it's okay. if they're so connected. But if but if you are humble, right, and you and you realize that hey, I've i jacked up, right? And yeah. and I can relate. And and then I'm passionate about my purpose. I'm passionate yeah. about the people. Then I'm going to care enough to learn how to address and how to say that. And it's so amazing that and you're so right, Jesus knew his audience, but it was it was, wasn't because of I think it was simply because he cared.
1: He did care. He he cared. Absolutely. And and it's the the age old phrase, you know, they don't care what you know until they know that you care. And I think Jesus showed us that, that he went into some, it involves a lot of humility to become people smart. I realize Mm -hmm. it's on my three, we kind of ranked our staff and Hey, which one do we need to grow on? And when it came to people smart, I realized. My, my struggle in that is just the teachability, mm-hmm. walking up to people and walking, getting mentors and go, hey, how can I do this better? Mm-hmm. How can I grow in this? Because I want to be a person that can connect with audiences, be able to read the people um, because it's such a skill that God wants to give us so that we can better do our purpose in life. That's awesome.
0: That's outstanding. Well, Pastor, let me ask you: Is as, as we're we're, we're um, I mean, that was that flew by.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: E- people are watching. They obviously uh, we're watching on Facebook Live, and I know your Facebook page was tagged there, but that's your personal page. But how? Yeah to somebody besides that how can they connect with with radiant if yeah. they if they're out of state and they want to watch it they they, they yeah. love what they're hearing um you know they want to they want to hear more yeah, how can we'd they would love that? to have
1: you get, get connected with us um they can find us on radiant tampa.org is our website and um also we're radiant tampa is our kind of handle for everything so we're on twitter instagram um facebook all those types of things um i i have a personal page but i don't really use it because it's maxed out but it's uh uh, my uh, fan page is there, so uh, which is basically just a public page. We'd love to have you connect with that too. Awesome. So it's hey, right Luke. below, right here.
0: Absolutely, yeah. There and Lou, make sure Mikey, Ch- um, you know, tags the uh, the Radiant uh, page in there because I know you guys live stream your. We your do search. we live stream
1: all of our stuff and have people watch from all over, and um, we're excited. We're only four years old as a church, but God keeps growing it, and we're launching multiple other campuses That's and awesome, locations man. and stuff. So God's doing good stuff.
0: That's cool. Well, I appreciate you coming in, hanging yeah, out. I know it's you're such extremely an honor, busy, David. Yeah, thank thank you, you, absolutely. Bless you, right, guys. Man, yeah. Bless you. Well, guys, you've been watching Pastor Aaron Burke of Radiant Tampa, and uh, if you if you haven't already, obviously you if you're just tuning in, I highly recommend. And going back and watching this, if you're in business, um, this has probably um, rapidly become my favorite show um, because because it's 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 near and dear to my heart. Uh, you know, it's 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 obviously principled and founded in in the faith that that uh, that I'm that I believe in, and also it's the tips. That I, if you can go back and watch this, Lou. I don't know about you, man. As a person, you you we have a lot of guests on this show, but how how Pastor Aaron, you know, tied in business. What do you think?
1: I loved it. Huh? Yeah, he did a great job. I love how he tied everything up together, the way he moved, it. and little the little snippets of little things he gave us, little right things yeah. to write down.
0: You know, I would but, say, maybe using using like a for, to throw one more like little phrase in there. You can't lose with the stuff he uses, right? You, can't, can't. you can't lose with the stuff. Pastor Aaron uses, and that, and that's the truth there. If you if you want to go back and watch this, if you're watching it now, if you want more information, make sure you follow Pastor Aaron and Radiant Tampa. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us, and we're uh, sorry we didn't get your comments up, but um, we're going to make sure we go back and answer them. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on Game Changer.